0: uh, Greetings, friends. This is Lieutenant Cliff Croker from Futurama. And you are listening to Still Talking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Now, please hide me because Captain Branigan wants me to manscape him.
1: Persons under 18 will not be admitted. What's up, everybody? This is Jeff. And Ben.
2: I'm talking with the dead. And Still Talking With. And Still Talking With still with us our live show you yes. can catch that every wednesday at 7 p.m eastern eastern that's yes. eastern time. Yeah, oh yeah if you live yeah. in fucking california it's got to be three no
3: four four yeah they're oh. only three hours behind what about daylight savings yeah well fuck that we'll worry about that one I okay so
2: if you're on the west coast you're gonna have to look up when six o'clock is out there
3: compared to here which would be actually seven o'clock out there instead of here. seven o'clock yeah you before this is over i'm gonna need a whole lot of serious therapy you're all fucked up today. Another dollar for the swear jar. I'm always fucked up. <laughs> you should tune into the show once
1: you really how fucked up I can get. Oh, yeah. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one.
4: Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have a fabulous, most awesome episode for you today. And uh, as always, uh, Benjamin, how's it going?
3: Fabulous, most awesome Yes. Yeah. I like it. I do too. I like the new the new Leo. It's you know, I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. Now it's we have a fabulous, most awesome. I'm doing good, Leo. How are you? <laughs> doing <okay. laughs> he's doing <laughs> fabulous and awesome. Right, right. No, I'm kind of excited to chat with this guest tonight. I mean, new movie out. It's kick ass. Uh, a lot of older stuff that he's been in. A lot of one episode things, but he's been in a lot of shit. I'm I really really into. Uh, digging into his mind so yeah that's all i fucking got next
2: (laughs) his mind will have to find it first but it's in there somewhere how's everybody doing it's wednesday i'm psyched and it's march we're getting into better weather in spring right
4: yes daylight savings is this weekend
2: yeah clocks go forward I kind of Yay. like that actually. I don't like the backwards, but I like the forwards. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's just bring him in.
0: Let's welcome Scott Ham Duanas. Did I say yes. that right? Man, you came you came close enough. That was a great effort. It was it was pretty awesome, man.
4: Yeah, the the uh, the twenty tries before we went live had uh, you know <laughs> it didn't yeah. help at all. But you know yeah. what? He no
0: gave a try, and that was really really good. It's well done. But like I said, it's easy going, man. You you get as close as you can. There, it's all. There's no wrong answers. Good no to wrong know. Should, no can you tell my wife that? Yeah. No, I'm right there with <laughs> right you. Yeah. Or actually, no, my wife believes I have all the wrong answers. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, yep, yep. We're just gonna leave it
2: there. <laughs> yeah. look at in case the they see <laughs> this live, yeah, <laughs> I least you have answer answers.
0: Right 10 years. Exactly, I haven't answered that right in 10 years. I'm, working me and on uh, it. I'm, gonna I'm gonna get one.
4: Me and my wife call it uh, uh, boy brain, girl brain. You know, girl brain is always you know, smarter than us, you know, monkey brains, you know.
0: Yeah, I got wow. man, <laughs> that's two <laughs> wow, monkey wow. references in the last five minutes, man. they right, know, right? You, you, you seem pretty. <laughs> Pretty genius to me. That was a pretty sweet open you guys had there. I'm sure you had a lot to do with that. So, man, you, you're killing it over there. Just,
3: just a little bit. Yeah.
0: yeah just, just a little a bit. Little bit. <laughs> just,
3: yeah, I think I think Jeff supplied a couple of the pictures, and I said, this is kind of what I would like, and Leo yeah. did the
0: rest. That's that's pretty much how my producing goes, too, man, with these movies. I, I, I supply an idea or two, and then just hire a bunch of people way freaking smarter than me to uh, take to the next level. So, so. speaking of movies. Yes, sir. Y- y- you just
3: released one.
0: Yes. I'm very, very excited about it. It was uh, last night on March 7th. Uh, we just released uh, the feature film Rebroken, uh, starring myself and uh, the uh, legendary Tobin Bell, who, if you don't know it by name, he's uh, played probably the most famous for playing Jigsaw in the Saw franchise. And. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and just a, a huge resume of just probably been in a million things. You know, my favorite things are like The Firm and, and The Line of Duty, did an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know, you, you just can't miss him when you see him. He's uh, fantastic. But yeah, it opened uh, last night and we're uh, streaming in lots and lots of places. We're available on DVD and lots and lots of places and all the uh, like Dish Network and, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. With more to come, more to come. We're kind of doing it little by little, but uh, the, the official first day was yesterday. So I'm pumped up, man.
2: That's awesome. That's right. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Now you wrote you wrote the storyline for that, correct?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I had the I wrote the original. Like, <laughs> if you watch, see the credits, or see me credit on things, it will say story by Scott Hamduanis or however you said it, Scott Hamduanis. And, <laughs> and like I said, as long as someone, as long as anybody's saying it or reading the name, I don't care how you say it. But yeah, it was my story. Um, I like to do this thing where I write. um Write down stories or script ideas or little things, and I do it old school, man. I'll I'll get a pen or a pencil and write in like a comp book Mm -hmm. or or a little folder, and just I have—they're all over the place in my house and in my office. And uh, some of them I come back to, some of them I never do, some of them I reference. And this one I just kept coming back to, and I really only came up—I came up with about a 40-page short story, or it was like an episode, one episode, a half-hour episode, like a Twilight Zone or something, like anthology Mm -hmm. type thing. And uh, um, I got a couple friends that are really talented writers, including the the person that I say wrote this screenplay, given the thing. Uh, my producing partner on a lot of stuff too. His name's Kip Tribble. Send it over to him, and I always say, kick it to him and say, "Hey man, what do you think of this? Is this is this thing worth a shit? Is it is it good? You know." Then we've been friends a while, so he can always shoot me straight, and he does. And he said, "I." I I really like this one. The bones are here. I like what you did. And I'm like, well, let's turn into a screenplay and try and get some financing and get this thing made. And he did. And, uh, uh, you know, he added a bunch of crucial stuff to uh, my little story. And uh, that's what became of Rebroken. Uh,
2: nice. Actually, nice. I loved that movie.
0: Did you? Oh, it. thank you. Yeah. No, thank I
2: absolutely you. loved it. You know, I, I mean, I'm a horror thriller kind of a guy anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, um, I mean, I think that it's the kind of movie where everybody's going to have their own
3: take at the end. Yeah. That's, uh, matter of fact, yeah. hence the discussion before Scott came on backstage. Yeah, before he
4: <laughs> came on, you know, Jeff and I totally took the ending totally differently. And uh, I, I loved it myself as well. It's definitely, you, you, you really love the mind bending, you know, like as I'm watching it, I was thinking, okay, is this how it's going to go? Or is this how it's going to go? And, uh, you know, it totally went, you know totally different from where i thought it was gonna go but it was uh, yeah it was awesome
0: i gotta tell you so, guys that is absolute music to my ears because that was kind of the goal you know uh we knew that people were gonna have different interpretations of the endings and shit we even kind of talked about we had different different perspectives on the ending too and those are my kind of favorite thrillers like a memento or a uh, mechanic or something like that where where the ending happens it's hard to talk about because you want to ruin the ending the ending happens and then you kind of retract them redo the movie and steps in your head and then you kind of your own version of oh this is why this happened now i get why this happened and then kind of put together the puzzle and i love that so you guys obviously get, got it and uh i can't tell you how much i'd love to hear that
3: so i have a question for you leo do we have the trailer
4: we do we do we do and i just want to add uh tobin bell like you know he's really creepy in the saw movies, but having him have like like in the saw movies you only see him for a little bit, you know, and, right. and this year he had like a full there's a ton of Tobin in this and he freaks you to fuck out. You know, it's just <laughs>
0: anybody with those steely blue eyes and, and, and uh jet white hair that they'll do that to you. And then when you when you, when you got that guest there like he can put on you too. It's uh yeah, you're right. And I agree with you. I, he's amazing. And, you know, uh, there's parts of this movie where it's uh, it's just we we use his voice a lot. And um, I mean, you can't get a better voice for this type of movie than that voice that he has when he lays down those those voiceovers. And it, it's um, it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his. I was before and now getting to work with them, I mean, even bigger fan.
4: Very All cool. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Here's rebroken.
0: Broken. Awesome.
2: You're on the path now, Will You're on the path
3: I know that dealing with overwhelming grief Day after day can make you feel like you are insane Because so we have all been there We are all still there
0: And Shelley is? She's my daughter What if you could reverse it? Is this place hidden away? He'll open your eyes.
1: But there are rules, Will. You must listen with a clear and open mind. Your mind is open, your heart is clear. Now open the to what is
2: dear. Who is this man, Will?
0: Shelly, she's not gone. She's just stuck.
2: Brother, you're stuck in a cycle right now, going round and round and round.
1: Then you gotta be careful what you wish for. Folks don't always like what they discover about themselves. Like you've seen a goblin.
3: Well, where is Shelly?
4: There we go. Rebroken available on VOD right now. You can find all the information in show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Did I did I do did I do well there?
3: <laughs> you did, you did. 13 minutes in. I didn't have to remind you to talk about the show notes because of our guest. And um bravo. Oh, bravo.
0: Thank uh, you. So um
2: uh, <laughs> I got I I got a question about the title. Why Rebroken?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question because we, we agonized over the title for this film. Uh, me and Kip would just kick it back and forth and back and forth, all these titles. And I'm like, uh, I get real sour. I don't want it to be like, you'll go on IMDb when you come up with the title, like, we'll be like, yes, we love this title. And then you go on IMDb and there's like seven movies that use that title. And you're like, no, I don't, I, Kip will be like, it's fine. Those movies are old. And I'd be like, no, I hate that shit. I hate it. I hate it. I want our own title. And, uh, so we just went back and forth and back and forth. And then, uh, you know, the overwhelming theme to me that I want to go with was that this guy was, was broken, you know, like Humpty Dumpty broken when they're trying to put him back together again. And then there's the other aspect of this movie that was like a groundhog day. Like he's living the same day over and over and over again. And, uh, so I, I'm all, he's getting broken over and over again. So he's broken and he's rebroken. And he's broken and he's rebroken. And then with the, the, it was a nice time with the um, the stereo and the, and the, and the record because you go broken record he's playing the mm-hmm. same message in there it's broken record it's like hearing the same shit the broken record the broken record of the day the broken record of the recording so we ultimately settled on that I, I think uh, I think that one was was collaborative but I came up with the rebroken and Kip loved it and uh, and uh, Kenny the director Kenny Yates loved it and we uh, went with it from there.
2: Well, wow, that was a perfect explanation to my question.
0: Oh, it was. good! Hey, it won, man, broke the clock twice a day. That's me. You no, know, that had Once detail to, to it. You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just a oh well. We thought of it because of whatever. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It was it's detail my in color. that description.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Good. Go good. On. Good. So, you know, I sometimes I might I kind of drone on, man. So you can jump in there and stop me. I'll I'll uh, I'll give lots of. That no, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> oh, we we
3: love when the guest just keeps talking because we don't have just to do anything. We just talks, we yeah. just sit here and look good. We're just like,
0: hey, right, right. But you can also tell right. me to shut up too. That's okay.
3: Nah, we would never do that to a guest. We say that to Jeff.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll say what? To Jeff. <laughs> huh?
3: <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. So, right.
0: uh, are you a, a horror thriller kind of a fan? Obviously. Uh. Thri- you, you know, I do like horrors. I'm kind of an old school guy when it comes to the horrors. I love the old original, like Halloween's and Friday the 13th and Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, those are some of my mm-hmm. like, favorite type of horror things. Um, and then, yeah, thrillers, gosh, that is way up there for me. I love that. One of my favorite movies of all time is Silence of the Lambs. I love um, the movies that I mentioned before, like Memento and anything M. Night did, you know a lot of right. his movies I, I just loved you know the sixth sense and and all those kind of movies so yeah I'm a huge thriller fan and I know some of them including ours is kind of a slow it's a slow burn sometimes you got to you got to hang with it and hang with it and, you know because it's not full of karate and action but then I always love the payoff when the payoff is good and um, I'm ho- hopefully that the audience thinks our payoff is good because I love a thriller like that where, where you get you put in that hour and a half, two hours, and then you get the payoff at the end. I love that about thrillers because I'm that guy that also likes to watch a movie and try and figure it out. Or be like, oh, I know. Right. Okay, I see. Oh, no, I see it. I'm not going to tell you guys, but I see I see what's going to happen. you know. And then at the end, if I'm wrong or if I'm right, I, I love that. And then having a the discussion afterwards about it. So, yeah, right. thrillers, are, thrillers are way up there for me. I'm a movie person, period. I love movies, all genres. Um, but I do love a good thriller, man. I really, really do.
3: Nice. And, and speaking of all genres, like I said at the beginning, you've been right. in a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff. So we're going to bring it to the, for the ladies first, for the ladies first. Okay. okay. General hospital. You were in general hospital.
0: Yes. I and was. my wife
3: and is I- laughing in the background. <laughs>
4: and I'm laughing, I'm laughing mentally because he gave you the perfect segue and you go to general hospital.
0: Well, I, I had you for the ladies. I it's had to. Natural- th- well, that's just the beginning. It's the natural segue over to a daytime television soap operas. Yes, it's, uh... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, it, where would you have gone with that,
3: Leo? Welcome he mentioned karate. Ride.
4: He mentioned. Oh, he no, just said, said karate. Oh, yeah, I, I
3: mean, Cobra the Kai would have been the that. thing I
0: brought up. But yeah. I was
3: going. I to, know, mean, that, Cobra Kai is for everybody, though. That's not yeah. just for the ladies. Right. Right.
0: General
3: J- 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 Hall- right. to appeal. Is it special <laughs> day?
2: You trying to get laid tonight or something? Being nice like that. Oh uh,
3: man, man, I don't know. Should I haul it back and find out? Hey, soap <laughs> operas
0: are for everybody, man. Soap operas are for everybody. So, but yeah, the uh, yeah. um, right, yeah, right. Uh, General Hospital. Yeah. Um, god, I love those people over there. I've gotten to be, I have two, I've had two stints on it, played two uh, different characters actually, which is. Soap opera, you can do that kind of stuff, um, right? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the first time I was on there, I played uh, Frank Rausch, which was a fun character for me. It, it was kind—it's of, kind of a brutal character, but for soap opera, especially uh, uh, back in the day, uh, Luke and Laura had a son, and um, he was uh, coming out of the closet, but he didn't want to tell anybody. Back in those times, he was just like—he uh, was a gay character, but he was closeted. And then my character Frank comes into town, General Hospital, Port Charles, and uh, he starts. I'm the gay basher. I'm picking up the gay men and then beating him up because I'm super homophobic. So uh, when it comes to, <laughs> yes, it's charming, charming. Very okay, charming. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do the same with him. And then when I beat him up and his friends find out, they just, that's his big moment in the show of what do you do? do you let me get off the hook because you don't want to come out of the closet to your friends and family because why would the gay bashing reach you up? And, or do you, uh, you know, do you come out and confront this guy and stop him because he's already beat up like three people in the, uh, in the town. So yeah, it was a nice little character for me and it was a nice little couple weeks on general hospital. I had a blast and, uh, yes, yeah, so at the, um, you know, needless to say, I was like, I remember the storyline going. This is a great part. I can be on it for a while, but I don't ever see this turning into a series, regular. <laughs> this, <Right>? this guy, <laughs> this guy is not very likable for himself. I think right? my very last episode, my last episode too, I was, uh, I became a racist too. So that was a nail in the coffin. I think um, uh, I had a They, they signed me. They assigned me an African American public defender, and I walked in and said, I ain't, I ain't having one of you guys represent me. And oh. So it was, uh, yeah, I was not like, man, just talking about it now. my am like, God, what a jerky character, but it was. Right.
3: Right. I, well, I wasn't trying to go down that path, but sure. yeah.
0: <laughs> there you but go. That, those are the fun rules to play. So I had a blast. <clears throat> and then just recently, uh, because I have a little, um, fight experience, uh, and I can do some of my own stunts and stuff. Um, uh, they called me back in to play, uh, um, Eric, which is a guy that robs, uh, Sonny Corinthos, the main bad guy, the, the godfather character. Uh, to believe it, it, ended up being like five episodes, and uh, I robbed Sonny, and then uh, he gets me and beats me up and throws me in a car, puts me in the hospital, and uh, I think I'm in a coma. So I think that's how they ended my stay this time around. But, uh, yes, I played Eric, and this one was a little bit faster uh, entrance and exit. But it was good. I got to fight, got beat up, got to rob some people. Um Nice. Had to do a lot of dialogue with with ski masks and disguises on, which my mom hated because she wants to see her son's face. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> right? it was it. I loved it again. Like I got I get to play a bad guy twice and two separate guys. One of them really bad and really uh, stuck out. And uh, um, uh, I had a blast. I love it. And I, I'll go back anytime to play one of those guys again or to uh, play play a third bad guy. But I had a blast. General Hospital. I love the show. Cool. Yeah, the, the show has been so popular yeah. too. It's it's so good to me every time I'm on it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that we find, like
3: I said at the beginning of the show, we, we've interviewed a lot of people, and mm-hmm. you always find that daytime soap opera. Oh yeah, that they maybe cool. one episode, maybe two episodes, but there you go.
0: Yeah, it's it is like, very. It's common. almost, it's almost very, like a very
3: pattern. Common, yeah. It's like if you get on a daytime soap. Then mm-hmm. odds odds are your career is going to maybe be a little bit better than somebody that wasn't. Not saying you know, it's yeah, true, I mean, but
0: yeah, there's so many know, paths to get there. I think, um, I think for a while, and they still do. I think the daytime actors and soap opera actors sometimes get a little bit bad rap, like they're not, they're cut below TV and and cut below the film actors. But I think if people ever went behind the curtain and saw what they had to do. It's a really great place, especially if you're new, to, to learn because it moves tremendously fast. Because if you really think about it from a technical standpoint, they're cranking out an hour show every day. And, you know, an hour show, hmm. uh, network hour show, you get two weeks. to sh- It takes two weeks to shoot that, sometimes more. And so right. you're cranking out an hour show for five days a week every day, too. It's not a 22-week season. It's every day. And these guys are getting these chunks of dialogue because there's all these multiple storylines and, and you're getting, you're getting new pages the day of you get in there and they come slide pages under your door. And they're like the pink pages or the blue pages. Cause they're making little changes as they go. Cause these writers have such a, a crazy job to keep all these different storylines intact. Uh, so yeah. I think, uh, those are some talented people on those shows, uh, whether they get the credit for it or not. And, uh, yeah, it's a great like you said for people starting out, shoot, for people for veterans and for anybody that it's a good it's it's like being doing a play every day. It's a, right. it's a really good place to go in there and, and do your stuff. <laughs> and then it's also like three camera setups too, so you kind of have to know learn some technical stuff too about hitting your mark and looking in the right direction, doing all the right things because you got three cameras on you at once, so you better do it right or you're going to mess the whole thing up. <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: Uh Kerry is asking, how was it working with Maurice Bernard as Sonny? He's got a great storyline.
0: Maurice Bernard was an absolute gentleman, super nice guy, really, really interesting guy. Another guy that, you know, because I'm so familiar with the show, another guy that you think because he plays such a bad guy and he plays it really good. You know, he's like the godfather of Port Charles. You see, he's the mafioso, he's the he's the bad the charming bad guy. And uh and then you meet him in real life and they're so different. He's just so sweet and so nice and uh so it was uh, fantastic, very accommodating, um, very easy to work with. He kind of just lets you do your thing, doesn't try and big leg you. He's been on that show forever. He's like the boss, he's like the president of General Hospital, and uh, couldn't be a nicer guy, you know, shows up and shows up in his in his workout gear and his coffee and says, Where do I go? What do I do? Let's do it and comes prepared and he's awesome and great time. Very cool.
3: Okay. Now you can can go into something else, Jeffrey. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Where's the next one? Well,
3: yeah, I wanted
2: to ask you. You've you've done a lot of, um, you know, one-episode appearances on a whole ton of shows, a lot of which I watch. Mm -hmm. Great. Which which one was your favorite part to play or which show?
0: Oh, man. It's like uh, picking out your favorite kid, man. This is tough. You know, I love anybody that hires me, but um, (laughs) (laughs) boy... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <That would> be, <laughs> I, you know, what really sticks out. I mean, there's two that really stick out. Uh, one I'm sure we'll talk about, so I'm going to go with the other one, which was my first really big break on a big TV show was, uh, Walker Texas Ranger. It's an older mm-hmm. show. It was a yep. big part for me. I'm in the one episode, but I'm in pretty much from start to finish and the whole storyline is pretty much about my character. And it was like, I got it fairly quick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as an actor when I started out and it was amazing getting to work with Chuck Norris not only Chuck Norris but the other uh, the other guest star other than myself on it was Sam Jones who if anybody knows Sam oh. Jones has been around forever the original Flash Gordon Um and he's been in a ton of stuff he's just recently what in the Ted movies with yep. Mark Wahlberg and stuff but he's so he was in there yep. in it and so I was in heaven I'm like Flash Gordon and Chuck Norris this is amazing and like I'm in Right. all the scenes and I got you know uh, and I got to do karate a little bit with Chuck Norris uh, so that was pretty much it I mean it's hard to beat that when you get to uh, work with an icon get to go on location in uh, in Dallas and uh, then Sam Jones shows up and so you're with another icon and uh, and the show at the time was tremendously popular for CBS uh, so right. that, that was pretty much cloud nine and then you come home and you know once it airs Those were. This was in the days before streaming took over the world, and so a CBS show at like nine o'clock on Tuesday night was huge. So you, you know, uh, everybody saw it, and it was, uh, it was amazing. And it started opening up doors for me. It got me a bigger agent. It got me more guest star parts after that. And um, and again, like you know, I'm going to sound like a kiss up, but everybody was tremendously nice, including Mr. Norris, who was an executive producer on the show, and uh, just tremendously. You know, I got out, I remember getting to set the first day, I was so nervous, and uh, this guy's coming down the stairs, I was like, holy shit, I think that's Chuck Norris coming down the stairs at I me, mean, coming down the stairs, and, hey, Scott, man, good to see you, we're so, we're so glad to have you here, your, your audition was fantastic, man, it was never a doubt, how are you, how do you like Dallas, you been and I'm just like, holy, was I mean, kind of overwhelming, you know, he's just real positive and a lot of energy, and uh, he made me feel right at home, he went out of his way to come greet me, which is pretty amazing. So that was awesome. that near and dear to me. That's awesome. That's was that the I answer you
3: were it. looking for? Was that the answer you were looking for, Jeffrey?
0: <laughs> He's like, no, that was not uh, the answer, but I yeah, you know a, but yeah, well, he,
2: but it, but it worked.
3: It's
0: hard to pass up your
2: I'm just it's giving you me. shit. It's I'm just giving you shit. Of me. So um so. I wanted to ask you about the stay as well. Oh, okay, great. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the uh, State.
2: I love that movie.
0: Did you? Fantastic man. Yeah, that, I love that's that awesome. Movie. Thank you so much. Cause that one was a real, real labor of love. That was almost like the 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 tester for me to see if I could do um the producing and acting, like to create my own content type of thing. It was like the the it really was the the tester because we had really it is one of those ones where it was like, we're making this we're like Credit cards and and you know very small budget and uh, you know we didn't have any any big star names or anything in it but a lot some of my actors that I know are really good did me some favors, and the Kip was my producing partner in it and um, I it was basically our baby and we did everything on it and I that is one that I wrote but Kip Kip came in and co-wrote it with me but that one we co-wrote together. Um, and it's really just a straightforward like date night, fun movie. You know, it's the, it's a premise uh, that's been done. You know, you go, I knew that going in, you know, four people go and stay in the cabin with the creepy caregiver and you see what happens. Um, and I tried to come up with a different, fresh angle. That was what the, the beginning of it's about this couple an older, an older husband and a younger wife having trouble with kids and their marriage. And, and then uh, what this trip was supposed to, you know, rekindle the flame and, and it ends up doing the whole opposite thing, man, if, if you haven't seen it. But I appreciate you. And it's so fun. I'm so glad you asked about it because we just, um, it really, the last like six months, it's been out for about a year and a half now. Uh, and, and it's everywhere. You can get it everywhere if anyone's looking for it. It's called The Stay and it starts myself and Rob Mays and Kip Tribble and Niger Um it, uh it's really picked up a lot of traction over these past couple months, which I still will never know any rhyme or reason when, when you get the numbers from your distributor about why things are hitting, when they're not hitting, where they're hitting in locations and the information that you get. But the stage has had its two biggest uh, uh, quarters, the, the, the biggest six months it's had since it's been out. So I'm super right. happy and super glad that you liked it because, again, it was such a labor of love. We knew we didn't have, you know, the big camera and the big lighting package and the big budget but we made it happen and we were able to get distribution and sell it and it's it's you know on that end it's it's a profitable film now so we're we're, we're super excited about Good. it and, but thank nice you so. for checking it out and thank you for seeing it. It's it but again like i said that one was my baby to really like i did everything not tooting my own horn it was more of i did everything because there was no one else to do it we couldn't <laughs> A right 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 right. so you know i wrote it and i started i directed it i didn't want to directed it i directed one thing in my life a short film in community college and uh um kip definitely helped me with that and uh, but i was doing craft services i was making sure everybody got fed i was handing out my credit card to pas every five seconds to to get stuff done (laughs) but we shot it in just such a short amount of days but i think it came out pretty good and uh
3: Oh, well. Did we lose him? His phone oh, yeah. died?
0: Sorry oh. about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Something went crazy with my with my phone on mine, and I apologize. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm really proud of it, and uh, thank you again for asking about it, because yeah, it's like my firstborn, man. It's a, you know, guy, he, he, nice. he's, a, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's grown up. He's a good kid, so Yeah. <laughs> He's got some uh, problems you, here and there, you know, but we, we're getting through them, And now he's, he's turning out to they a good kid. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you,
4: you mentioned Nija, which was awesome in this, but it seems like uh, you've done quite a bit with her. And you also have something upcoming with Ben Kingsley. Is that true?
0: Well, it is true. That's not one that I'm producing or anything like that. That right. was something and that, that's speaking of Nija, I met her in an acting class out here in L.A., and uh, we became fast friends and I thought she was perfect for the stay because she plays this character, Nora, who's really smart and really kind of like a, you know, a businesswoman and a, and a worker bee. But she's also got she's also tough. And uh, that's Nyjah in real life, too, because she went to Juilliard and graduated from Juilliard. But she's also from the Bronx and will beat your ass. So uh, she's perfect. <laughs> and I wrote it with I, I wrote it with her mind and got her just in time because she did some Disney movie with Uma Thurman like uh, a month afterwards. So I was super excited about that to get her to do it. And uh, yeah, of course, got her back. She's in Rebroken too, had her back in Rebroken. But what um, going on to the Ben Kingsley thing is that both of us um, are slated to be in that if it gets going. It's been greenlit and unlit like two or three times. So we shall see. Um, and I believe that this last time, not to bring everything down, but I believe Julian Sands was attached. And I know, unfortunately he's, uh, I don't know where it lays now, but he went missing as a hiker, um, what a month ago out here in the Los Angeles mountains. So we're Mm -hmm. praying that something positive comes with that. If something has happened, I don't know. I'm sorry, but, uh, anyway, but yeah, so, um, we met another person in class that was producing that movie and was casting that movie. And we had this big showcase and, uh, they approached me and Naja uh, about roles in that film. And we, of course, you say, oh, Ben Kingsley's attached to play the lead role. Yeah, we'll do it. What do I got? Do? I'll hold the luck for that movie. So we said yes. Right. And I was waiting for the call, man, for it to go into production. I'm not a producer or anything. I'm not just an actor. And I'm, I'm, my fingers are still crossed that they are able to get that thing off the ground. Because uh, I really like the idea that they have, too. It's an instant play that set to, like, the uh, Wall Street um, collapse. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
4: Very cool. Be on the lookout for it.
0: Thank you. So, uh,
3: I think we have a commercial that we have to play.
4: We yes, do. We do. Do you want to kick it off, Benjamin?
0: No, I'm going to let
3: Jeff kick it off.
0: Kick it off, Jeff. Do It can't be any better than the commercial I just gave you where I blacked out All right, the screen. I just, I just, just kicked it off. Right? So this is our upcoming event, right? We will be
2: yes at um, Mohegan Sun, twenty.
3: 20-something. There it is. 25th and 26th. <laughs> yes. Jeff and I will be at Expo Cana, home of the X-Cup. Uh, but yeah, we'll let them tell you about it.
1: Expo Canna presents the second annual Connecticut Cannabis Expo. March 25th and 26th of the Mohegan Sun. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur or looking to get your medical card and grow your own, Connecticut, Connecticut Cannabis, cannabis Expo. Expo has it all. Open to the public. Come enjoy the lineup of guest speakers and lecturers. Covering topics ranging from growing to setting up your cannabis business for success. Learn and grow with the area's brightest cannabis professionals. Tickets and additional info at expocan.com. That's xpocan
3: Nice, I want to go. I want
0: to go. go. Where How do I get there?
3: You're going to fly from California to Connecticut, which is the East Coast. So it's probably like, what, 800 bucks? When <laughs> buy the oh, ticket. You, Connecticut's on the East Coast? <coughs>
0: oh, thank you so much.
3: I I was, I was, it, it's <laughs> at Mohegan Sun. Have you
4: ever been to Mohegan Sun? The Mohegan Sun so you not, can gamble, just, too. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding with you. Yeah, I... I um, I have not been to the Mohegan Sun, but I was re- I was born in DC, so I'm a little familiar with with the area. Right, uh, I have some relatives out that way in 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 Boston, and uh, I still have a best friend in DC. And uh, but yeah, no, no, I I've never made it all the way up to Connecticut, but I need to.
4: Yeah, Mohegan Sun, something to see. It's uh. I, I don't know if it's still ranked this, but it's like the world's largest resort casino in the world, or something like that. Really? At least, it, at least it was. I don't know if uh, when I worked there, it was. So it's. Uh, yeah. I don't
0: awesome, know. Congratulations, guys. That's gonna be a good time. Everybody, go out. And yeah, go go see these guys. That's that's amazing. It's
3: gonna yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Um, but like you said, you you were born in DC, mm-hmm. but you were
0: a Seattle sports fan. Right. Well, they both were Washington. Right. I was very confused. Not very smart. <laughs> <young kid. laughs> so, so maybe you're right. Maybe I didn't need that reference that Connecticut's on the East Coast. Because, yeah, obviously, well played. Well played. You're obviously, yeah, I, so,
3: <laughs> but you went to college in Illinois.
0: I did. I did. Right? I, went, I, I kind of uh, moved around a little bit. Yeah, I was born. My parents were living in Virginia. And uh, my dad was a military guy who was in the Marines and then he was mm-hmm. just out and he was uh, trying to find his way, uh, a career. My mom was a really, really young mother and very quickly said, get me out of here and I want to go home to Arizona. So she uh, took us all back to Phoenix. And that time when I was little there, there was it was always uh, these West Coast football games. And I just remember the Seahawks were always on and uh, I just fell in love with them. And then I just mm-hmm. fell in love with the players. And then uh, Steve Largent, a legendary Seattle on was number 80. And when I played a little bit of football in my time, I always had to wear number 80. And just, That's how I became uh, a big CEO fan. I still root for him to this day, though. I've never I've never wavered. But, uh, um, yeah, I've been out quite a few times to see some games because it's not that far of a flight from down here in California. That's on the West Coast, if you're wondering. And, uh, <laughs> really? Really? and yeah and then uh the, the, i went to school in illinois out there for uh did i make it two years uh, a little over a year i was uh, uh i went strictly to play baseball and um i was playing Pitch. this little league right you're out of pitched. high school and, uh, yeah what's that you you pitched yes i pitched for a, 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 a long time i did yeah and, um I loved it, man. I miss it. Uh, baseball was my my first love. I you know just like 99 percent of the population just wasn't quite good enough to make it where I wanted to make it. But I wasn't going to go down without a fight, man. I just I must have played you know after high school played on travel teams. I played at a couple different colleges and community colleges and small colleges and made my way. Up. My best year was in Illinois, and it was just happened to be that a coach uh, that my uh, one of my good friends from high school who grew up in Illinois uh, was out for the summer visiting his family and he went to a game and said, where's that guy playing next year? I had a really good game. And uh, he said, he's not playing anywhere yet. He's probably just going to go down the street here. And they, so he said, he should come out to Illinois with you. So I did. And it's this little school out there called uh, Canton college or Spoon River college, mm-hmm. just a little bit South of Peoria over by like Bradley and Western Illinois and stuff. And uh, yeah, I had a pretty decent year, but um, you know, how it goes, He step shoulders, starts going downhill and start getting a little Girlfriend wants well, to come home. People yeah, want sure, sure, to get a job. And yeah. Shoulder kind of goes downhill.
3: Girlfriend wants you to come home. But you you got some sort of uh, kudos in the yearbook, I think.
0: <laughs> I did, man. Uh, you yeah.
3: voted, voted the cutest tushy? Oh, no. I thought it was
0: uh, genius. It was genius. Oh, well, that too. But genius. yeah, but, uh, I read that yeah. you got voted the cutest tush in the yeah. yearbook. That is what it was, man. That's uh, yeah, exactly. Of all the things you could be, most <laughs> likable, <likely, laughs> best dressed. Uh, yeah, I got cutest ass. So uh, uh, it, it, was, yeah, it was. it was from the baseball, baseball pants. Okay, yes.
3: Baseball pants, right? The tight baseball pants. That's what it pants. is. That's what it, was? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah,
0: baseball, baseball pants and and lots of squats back in the day. When you're <laughs> when you're a teenager, you can put all that weight on your back and trying to get my fastball up. So yeah, it was grown growing, right, growing right. Over your end a little bit. I don't know what yeah. happened to it now. It's gone. But it I, I just want
4: to know. I just want to know, Ben, what the fuck kind of research were you doing to find that?
3: <laughs> Bro, man, it was right in his fucking IMDb. All you're gonna do is read.
0: You're just gonna read. Well, I'm Look, sorry, you're over here dying <laughs> laughing. He I'm, I'm laughed so hard the really screen really went black. black. I don't know, you know what's going on. I really apologize for that. I don't know. I saw it. It's, it's black all good. On my end, too. I can touch it, so it's yeah. Man, but, uh, maybe somebody's probably
3: uh, sending you text messages. So like They're watching the show. Off. It's well, funny. I don't
0: know what's going on with this uh, everything's turned off. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Know
3: we know what it is. He's in California, folks. That's all you got to say. That's
0: what it is. Yeah. The it, smog exactly. rolled in. It's Bucks It's all blacked my out. Uh, back. It's all Ooh. my girlfriends from high school now that you've reminded them of that I had the cutest touch, the cutest ass. But I did like his uh <laughs> what kind of, what kind of what kind of research were you doing basically? No. good thing I didn't Listen, mispronounce man. your name. It was all right. There. I like Listen, you, man.
3: it, man. It could have been worse. I could have said, "Well, does that still hold true today?" Stand up, turn around, show the camera. Let's see if these right. ladies agree.
0: But I didn't but, do yeah, that. I answered it for you beforehand, so I got myself out of that. If that was coming down the pike, but <laughs> it's not there anymore. I have to clear clear that up real quick. You know what? It's about half of what that was. back then.
2: Yeah. So welcome to the show, folks. We're talking about Scott's ass.
3: Yes, this is correct. I told him at the beginning. We you never know where it's going to go, man. Yes. Just, <laughs> you know sorry <laughs> it's just the way it is but we are here to talk about this new movie broken which if yeah. you weren't here at the beginning shame on you but we're going to talk about it a little more awesome uh, well,
4: you know what we can do is play the trailer again why but don't we let Leonard... him bring that
3: in yeah let let him give a, a good pitch on that and then bring okay. the
4: trailer
3: in. There like we that ideally, God, God, good do you want
4: to do you want to give a in. intro on the uh trailer
0: I would love to, and I thank you for playing it again. This is a brand-new movie. came out yesterday, March 7th. It's on a lot of the streaming platforms right now, specifically uh, Amazon Prime and iTunes and and Apple and uh, Voodoo, Vimeo, all those ones. Just go on the road to the search bar and hit it and and check it out. And you can see the trailer there. You could also buy it or rent it. But anyway, it's a thriller. It uh, stars myself and the legendary Tobin Bell, Jigsaw himself. Um, So check it out, and uh, here it is.
2: You're on the path now, Will. You're on the path.
3: I know that dealing with overwhelming grief day after day can make you feel like you are insane. Because we have all been there. We are all still there.
0: And Shelley is? She's my daughter.
1: What if you could reverse it?
0: Is this place hidden away? He'll open your eyes.
1: But there are rules, Will. You must listen. With a clear and open mind. Your mind is open. Your heart is clear. Now open them both. To what is
2: dear. Who is this man, Will? Shelly,
0: she's not gone. She's just stuck,
1: brother. You're stuck in a cycle right now going round and round and round. Then you got to be careful what you wish for. Folks don't always like what they discover about themselves. Like you've seen a goblin.
3: Well, where is Shelly? <laughs> Hey! The awesome, man. Weird. Hope
0: you guys help everyone like that trailer. We worked very hard on it.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, you know, awesome. if you haven't seen it, go see it. Like he said, it's everywhere, and you can see it, Leo. Where can Up above be? or
4: down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And the yeah, movie does the
2: trailer justice.
3: It's yeah, support,
0: it does. Support us little films like that, and then they, you know. Down the line, we can bring you some bigger ones even. So we appreciate it, but we do. We appreciate every view, every click, every every review, every rate review. That's something people can do that helps us out so much too, is go on like IMDB and, and Rotten Tomatoes and things like that, Amazon, and rate it, and review it. Even if it's two word review, like, you know, I like. It, it helps us so much, drives the algorithms. And, I like. Uh, it does so much. It's fantastic. See, I was thinking more like- hey, I will take that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ass yeah, Kicks
0: yeah. There you ass. go. Look at this. Oh, you might. Oh, and he froze. It's that, that cow was cow. not me. That was not me. <laughs> that was on your guys' end that time. That one was not. Everyone went blank on my side, so I hope that <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> but yeah, check it out, man. You, you don't get to see my ass in that one either. But there's a couple tank top <laughs> shots of someone. In my screen's gone. Yep, yep, and oh, we're getting, we're out getting out it as well. Well, as well. I'm looking right at myself, the same as I've been the whole show. Are you kidding? No, no. Um, do you uh, mind? Do you mind? Sure, I swear, guys, this one is not me. I don't no, know what no, happened.
3: Oh, wait for him to
4: come back. What's that? Uh, Vic Sasson is Jeff Bad with the Gummies. Back, my dad. Gummies.
2: Back, back. He corrected. Oh, us. back. It's Jeff
4: Bad yeah. with the
2: Gummies. I'll never tell.
4: Well, while we wait, we can uh play the other ad for Expo Cano. This is going to be March 25th through to 26th at Mohegan Sun and
1: uh here it goes Expo Canada presents the second annual Connecticut Cannabis Expo. March 25th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and March 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at, at the Mohican sun. sun featuring the X Cup. New England's most rigorous, tested, and judged cannabis competition. Whether you're an aspiring gondopreneur or looking to get your medical card and grow your very first plant, the Cannabis Expo has it all open to the public. Come enjoy the lineup of guest speakers and lecturers covering topics like growing styles to setting up your cannabis business for success. The Legislation, advertising, accounting, medical benefits, packaging, CBD products, hemp, and more. Learn and grow with the area's brightest cannabis professionals. Everything cannabis under the sun at Mohegan Sun, March 25th and 26th. The, the Connecticut, Connecticut Cannabis, cannabis Expo. Expo, sponsored by Cureleaf, Radio 104.1, 102.9 The Whale, The botness Safe-Tiva, CRQ, and High Life Packaging. Take us additional info at xpocan.com. That's dot com. There
4: we go. And March 25th and 26th. And he's
0: back. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened on that one. I was, so much, I, all of a sudden, the whole thing went out. I didn't see your guys' handsome faces. And then uh, when it came, it came right back on, but then, yeah, to you, I was gone.
3: So we're back. Yeah. It, was, it, it went it went all black and then super echoed. I was like, wow. Oh.
0: It awesome.
4: was a reset in the timeline. It,
0: okay. Yes. It's a California thing. Live, live, uh, live whatever you, we're going to call it, live everything, yeah. TV, radio, podcast, right. everything. What happens, right? What are you going to do? Yeah. So, it was the aliens trying to listen in. That's what it is. Right?
3: It's they want to keep It's the recordings.
0: They, we're communicating with them. It's the secret. They want, they
3: want to it's see the secret. movie. That's yeah. what it is.
0: <laughs> nah, I love me. I hope they do, man. We welcome everybody. We're inclusive, as they say here. We include everybody can watch this thing. Right.
3: Yeah, oh, I thought one of them I was going to say it. something. I was
0: like,
3: <laughs> I, I was I going to. We all
0: did the same thing. I was like, I thought <laughs> he was going to say something. You probably thought I was going to say something.
4: <laughs> well, I was going to say, are Are you inclusive to, to geeks? Because you had a, a co star that is quite quite the geek.
0: Oh, uh, wait. Allison. Wait, on
4: who? Allison.
0: Oh, Alison. Hayeslip. Yes, yes, she's a uh, fantastic, um, and she fell to us uh, like an angel. Um, we we got so lucky to get her and we got her at the last possible minute and uh, a lot of the reviews have just loved her performance Um, I read one the other night and it said uh, uh, they wished uh, there was more of her, hey so do I Um, but yeah she's she's great and um, she was actually uh, there was someone I had in my I'm so sorry, you guys. You guys can hang up on me just like, hey, look this no, 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 no. It's, hard, hard. I don't it's know part of the show. Uh, we, see, we don't mind see. it. Now it's starting to upset me. I need a drink. But, um, <laughs> this, this is the first time it's happened. Oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, it's uh, it's the first time it's ever happened to me. I say I've had a lot to, to people, but, uh, <laughs> she was, um, A a good friend of hers uh, was someone that we really we had someone drop out. We had a little bit more of a uh, um, we had a a somewhat recognizable name touted to play it and they couldn't do it at the last minute. Uh, They had another obligation. So then I reached, you know, went to my little own personal Rolodex of people I thought would be great for it. And uh, it's just a funny story because you guys know the, the movie. And I called this actress that I know really well. I thought she'd be great. And I said, you know, this is. Send it over to you. I know it's a rush, blah, blah, She goes, oh, there's one thing, though. She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh, well, how pregnant are you? And she's like, I'm like seven months, but I can still do it. And I was like, not to be a jerk, but the movie is kind of about like the loss of a child. And, not, and yeah, it's not going to work if you're pregnant. I'm so sorry. And so, uh, and, but she was really great about it. And she said, I have a tremendous actress who's a good friend of mine who's available right now. And I said, well, OK, send you the script and tell her to put herself on tape, send her, uh, you know, just have her tape herself on her phone or whatever. Don't have it go black every other four minutes like I do to you guys <laughs> so, I can, so I can watch your performance and uh, and, and we'll see. And she sent said she's fantastic. And she was, and, uh, uh, she was willing to, to do. I mean, she's got like 73 television film credits, so she was amazing to get. And uh, she, I thought she did a fantastic job and she fit in perfect with the group and uh, we were lucky to have her.
4: And uh, I, I mentioned Geek earlier. Uh, she was a co-host on Attack at a Show and BattleBot. She did voices in uh, uh, Last of Us Part 2.
0: Oh, OK. All right. OK, Chrissy. Yeah. You know more uh, um, about that than I, than I do. So you're good, man. I, yes. I do, um, like I said, I met her during the shoot. I don't I know she's got a million credits. Um, I'm not familiar with all of them, but I, you know, I, I thought uh, I thought you were just uh, just calling her a bit of a geek, but she <laughs> <laughs> not her the character, and I'm like, okay, I can see that she's kind of the hall monitor and runs the meetings, and she's got to be you know, but okay, I see what you did there. there I can't <laughs> now. I missed it. I missed it. I apologize. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. So you've, you, you got to work with Tobin Bell
3: on this, like you said. Yes. Is there anybody in the industry that you haven't had a chance to work with that you would like to work
0: with? Oh, these are really, really good. That's a really, really good question. And it gives me a chance to crowbar something into that I just wrapped. Uh, just that I also, my little baby production company uh, produced, too. We just wrapped a really edgy uh, Christmas movie. That's going to come out this uh, Christmas, 2023. And one of the actors that we got is somebody that I was like, I would love to work with that guy one day. It was, It's uh, Mr. Michael Madsen. If you know him from like all the Quentin Tarantino movies and like Donnie mm-hmm. Brasco and, yep. uh, you know, Free Willy, a million. I could go on and on and on. I just think he's the mo- one of the most interesting actors to watch. And uh, uh, he plays uh, a big role in this upcoming movie we got coming out. So he's definitely one of them. I can check him off. Um, There's so many Uh, my favorites um, growing up like they're they're so random from like icons to like, you know, to uh, Jack Nicholson, who's in my favorite movie Mm. of all time. Um, Yeah. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest to somebody Mm -hmm. like Eddie Murphy, who I just think is talented beyond like the scope of things. And he did so many movies that me as a little kid. Loves like Beverly Hills Cop yeah. was like one of my favorite movies ever. yeah uh, you know I used to dress like Beverly Hills Cop and go to school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous! I got my mom got me the month physical ed shirt. I wore that with my Letterman's jacket, and the sleeves rolled up, and like the same Nike's he had. I would go to school like that and just think I was Axel Foley. Um, <laughs> <it's, it's>, uh, <laughs> they are know, great movies. I would freak out if I got to work with him. And also mm-hmm. another person who played characters that really made me want to be an actor is, is Harrison Ford. You know, mm-hmm. uh, playing Han Solo and yeah. play, you know, Indiana Jones. I mean, come on. And, then and- even Jack, the, Jack Ryan, those movies. People like that for me that I grew up like idolizing as, as actors and idolize the characters they played. Those, those are huge for me. Uh, Michael Keaton's another one. I was in a movie with Michael Keaton, but I didn't have any scenes with him. So, uh, <laughs> That was kind of a bummer, but uh, I had a really small bit part in it, but it wasn't with him. And um, but he's another one that I just I just grew up loving every movie that he made is Michael Keaton. So those are are, it's it's a huge list. So I've got I've been lucky enough to work with lots of cool people. And uh, he there's still hopefully lots more to come down the pike because there's a ton I could I could go all day on on actors that I would love to work with. Uh,
4: Are you are you watching Shrinking right now? I'm not. Should I be? You should. Shrinking in 1923. Harrison Ford's in both of them, but uh, Shrinking's a comedy. And the latest episode. The episode he, he, he,
2: oh,
4: yeah. Black uh, uh, again. Black again. More
0: again.
4: Yeah, pretty
0: sure. I don't know on this one, guys. I, I don't <laughs> this one I know I know you guys are blaming it on me, but I promise you I'm not doing anything over here.
4: <laughs> it's the aliens.
3: It is. It's, <laughs> it's definitely it's, the aliens. I think, I'll, I'll I think somebody's, somebody's I think somebody's like, like trying to call him or text him. That can be. Even though it's off. Yeah. Maybe I it's like a video call. It's bumping in. Trying to yeah. push through. Yeah.
4: Yeah, because uh, something similar happens to you, Jeff.
2: Oh, it does. Uh, right? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't know what that is. I re- really, there's nothing going on on my phone. On my thing, I have no idea. Well, we yeah. just discussed it. It's definitely the aliens. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I said. I said. are whining about it.
2: Just
0: yeah. I said somebody's <laughs> trying to
3: either call or text you, even though it's off. It's it's almost like it's it's coming in, it's bumping, and then turning you black. Is it it's, really? It's, yet? it's, it's but really weird. No yeah, it's really weird.
0: Everything off. I've never had this happen. I don't know what. I feel terrible. You got to do that. Well, see, show. folks, you
3: folks, you know he's an amazing guest. He's going to be on other shows. He's going to be doing other things. Go watch his movies so he can go buy a laptop. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> I do. You know what? I'm such a stubborn ass. I do have a very nice new laptop and I, I've done, see, I'm spoiled. Every all the stuff that I've gotten to do up until this, I've had, I haven't had one glitch. And then today, what we've had a couple of them I feel terrible. And of course it's the one that's live everywhere. Not the one that the ones that are being recorded <laughs> or the ones that, you know, they're like it doesn't matter. It's all being recorded. We're going to edit it. Of course this happens. All right. From here on out, I'm going to, I'm going to do the laptop. I gotta do it. I'm uh, just that giving is, you shit. Terrible, <laughs> I don't want to rush you guys. Joe, man, I feel terrible. You when it comes time for the, when the Christmas movie comes out. When the Christmas movie comes out, I want to come back. You guys, gonna be like, no, no, maybe.
4: <laughs> uh, just, just to finish my thought from uh, earlier, though, uh, Harrison Ford in Shrinking latest episode, uh, he he plays stoned and seeing Harrison Ford stone is the funniest shit i've ever seen.
0: I got okay, i got to watch it for sure. We get, I mean there's so much good I'll stuff to watch on. Too. I gotta, I'm put yeah. right in the queue man, i got to check it out for sure.
4: Yeah, re- really good. Uh Apple Apple TV uh series.
0: Awesome. Got to check it out. Thanks yeah. for the recommend. Thanks thanks uh, for it. So- so we, we, we have about five minutes left
3: with our amazing guest, only because he dropped out three times and I had to add up those minutes.
0: <laughs> we had him scheduled for another half hour, but we're not going to do this bullshit all day long. So we're going to We're not going to do this on and off game for much longer. So five minutes if you can hang in there.
3: Well, we, we, we'd keep you for another half hour, but Leo has another show in about an hour that he runs called The Dorkening. So make sure you guys check that out. Tune into the Dorkening Podcast Network. Tons of shows. Yeah. Tons of shows. Awesome. Um, but you can also watch all our broadcasts on our website, stilltoking.com But we are now also going to be streaming on Red Coral Universe. So download the app. Yep. Download the app. It's free. Red Coral Universe. And you you can watch
0: that. I'm doing it for sure.
4: What was that, Ben?
3: I said, go ahead. I know you want to ask a question because you always ask the same question. Oh,
4: you're you're talking about my question that I ask everybody. Yeah. Well, is that, I, I is that my cue? First. Is that my cue? Uh, well, no, yeah. Jeff.
3: Jeff wants one first. Yeah. Go yeah. for it, Jeff. Do you? Um,
0: do you have any hobbies? Yeah, I, I got a lot of hobbies. Uh, I would say the new one that I found over the last couple of years. I think I kind of mentioned it earlier. I've always kind of been into. Uh, um well not always but uh in my adult life once I was done playing sports I kind of got into this whole uh mixed martial arts thing and um I love it and uh uh you know I use mixed martial arts because I'm studying a couple different things at once so it's a mixture i try, i have no aspirations to get in anybody's cage or anything but I love training like uh, a fighter so i've uh past uh, a couple of years i've gotten into uh Uh, BJJ, which is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Uh, Mm -hmm. some Muay Thai boxing, and uh, also some uh, straight self-defense techniques called Krav Maga, and just kind of I train, I train, try and get to each one a couple times a week, and uh, I love it, it's so much fun, Um, and I want to keep doing it for the rest of my life, so that's my big, big hobby right now, is is, uh, I got tired of the regular gym too, I figured I'm wasting all this energy at the gym, I might as well be learning a, a skill. And you know, learning some self defense, and uh, it also comes in handy sometimes in the in the movies or getting hired for something. If uh, they asked if you have any experience or any training, or can do some light stunt stuff, it's uh, it's gotten me a part or two over the years. So um, I love it. But uh, yeah, I love it. That nice. that's my number one hobby right now. Will be will be uh, training like uh, a wannabe MMA guy. Even though I know my place. That yeah, there's no. <laughs> I, mean, I know those are some bad bad. After training with people that are like aspiring guys and going hey, wow, you guys are, that's another level. You know, I'm a, I'm a hobbyist dad. You need to take it easy on me.
3: Right, right.
4: Well, uh, yeah. so speaking of karate, you were in an episode of Cobra Kai. How was that?
0: Uh, for me, uh, absolutely huge because I was a karate kid hunk uh, as it was. I love the karate kid movies. I loved, uh, and I even watched that first original season of Cobra Kai before it really even, I mean, it obviously blew up, but it was on YouTube Red at the time. And I watched it said, this is, this, I thought it was going to be, I didn't know about it when I went into it. I was like, I don't know about this. And then I watched that first season. I'm like, this is great. This They did, went the complete opposite route that I thought they were going to do. And then uh, season two came around when they were shooting it and got renewed and got moved uh, to Netflix. And then um, I, when I got to call for the audition, I was like, no way. I got to get this. I got to get this. And uh, they were, the coolest thing about my episode, not only did I get to fight and do some, do some fighting with uh, the William Zabka, who plays Johnny Johnny mm-hmm. Lawrence on the on the show and in the movies, which was just so surreal uh, to be fighting with him. Um, my episode, I remember when I got the script, it was I had to sign all these NDAs and do all this stuff. I'm like, wow, they're really serious about their storylines. But it was because they had the um, the original Cobra Kai for people that are familiar with the movie was going to be in my episode. They did two episodes, and they were going to be in my episode. And I was like, no way! The original, the whole Cobra Kai? Like, yeah, I'm like, and you're fighting them all. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. So I got to go out to Atlanta for a couple days. And, um, you know, we choreographed the fight and got to fight with these guys and hang out with them. And, uh, man, I had a blast. ton of pictures and, you know, fanboyed out a little bit while I was out there because, again, I, grew, I just grew up. You know, it's like getting the box Sylvester Stallone or something for me. It was getting to do, you know, a little uh, a fight scene with Johnny Lawrence. It just uh, got gets no better for me. I loved it. Right, right. That's awesome. And it was great for me. It wasn't the hugest part, and I got so much run off of it because the show was just so, you know, career-wise, the show was so popular. And uh, they have such a huge, they have that fan base that's like a, a Star Trek or a Star Wars or something where if you're just a part of it, people are constantly reaching out to you for for pictures and stuff and you know they want to be that guy that knows all the characters <laughs> you know what I mean like right. I played, uh, you know I was I was uh I'm dressed up as Boba Fett's cousin for uh, Halloween you know they want to know they've gone to know all the characters so uh, playing my character is called ear gauge because I had ear gauges uh, in it and uh yeah man I mean I got so much shine for that yeah I'll be forever grateful that those guys were uh, uh fantastic and I had a blast I had a blast that's awesome.
4: Well, uh, the question that I ask everybody and then what Ben was alluding to is uh, w- what is something besides acting and besides karate or, or it could be even karate. But w- what do you dork out about on your off time? Like, uh, you know, we, we've had uh, um, Bruce Valanchon and he he dorks out about like the history of like sunken vessels and stuff like that. What what's something that, you know, is, is you know totally unique to, you know, something that you love either studying, reading, doing, uh, working on cars. What is it?
0: Oh, this is, Oh, this is good. This is a good one. Uh, Well, it's not that good. My wife hates it. I love playing fantasy football. I love when the football season comes around, I jump into fantasy. I know it's super dorky. So you made the right word, you know, fantasy team, but I've been playing for a lot of years. Uh, You know, I used to play multiple leagues until I got married, and then that shit went right out the window. I, I had to decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many leagues are you in? How much is it? how much are fees? No. Uh, so now I'm in two um, that I've been in for like over ten years each, and wow. I love it. I love preparing. I love studying. I love all the stats of it. I love the 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 shit talking that you get to do with your friends and the other players. And and the draft is always a big huge party that we have. And and we did it in Vegas last year. So uh, we. I get to see old friends. I get to drink and geek out on it. And yeah, if you heard us, it's completely, unless you're into fantasy football, you're like, what are you guys talking about? Because, you know, you know <laughs> yards after catch are terrible. I guess three yards after catch, I would draft them, you know, with your pick. You know, fuck. it's just constantly uh, great. But I love it. I love it. I can't wait for the season because I had a very disappointing season in both leagues this year. So I need to make a comeback. You know, forgive awesome. me. I tell those guys, they make fun of me and I kind of dig, I love my dig back. Forgive me, I was making a movie with Tobin Bell. I couldn't concentrate on my lineup. Right, guys? <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah, I was doing scenes with Michael Madsen around the playoff time. Okay, I couldn't set my lineup right.
3: <laughs> Good excuses. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're great excuses, right? I try and use them as my trump card, but they don't care. They're my friends. They don't give me shit. They're so, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh shit! I
3: guess on that one, Leo.
4: Yeah, we'll wrap it. So, uh, let's see, where's the buttons here. Okay.
3: Uh, on the I, I want to,
4: th- yeah, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check out rebroken available on VOD everywhere. And, uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond, You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true. Could be not, but I run a dorkening podcast network. There's a ton of shows on the network. There's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. You can find me doing a bunch of shows during, uh, during the week. Uh, I'm doing splash pages. I'm doing still token with, we also do uh, uh midweek geeks on the dorkening, which is next. Uh, and also dork night and comics paradox. So a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and uh, Scott, oh, actually I forgot H- head on over to the dorkening.com. You can learn more. Scott, where can people yes. find you or where do you like interacting with your fans?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm on all the socials. I would say um, Instagram is the best one to get me. That's where I'm the most interactive. Uh, that's where I post the most. Um, so yeah, get me at uh, uh, Scott Ham 8 or Scott Ham Duenius, Um, and, you, and you'll find me. And yeah, man, uh, you know I try and uh, be as interactive as possible. I try and get back to all, all my messages. I try and uh, you know respond to uh, requests, respond to just conversation. So so hit me up, man. And yeah, check out the movie Rebroken. Please check it out. Awesome,
4: Jeffrey. Oh, is it over?
2: For you. It's my turn because it's over. Yep. Go to stilltoken.com. You'll find out everything you need to know about us. Look us up on Facebook at Talking With The Dead. And, uh, yeah, I'm Jeff. I want to thank Scott. It was a great show. Thank you very much for coming on and hanging out with us and shooting the shit.
3: It was a lot of fun. Thank Thank you, you. man.
0: Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. It was awesome. Thank you so much.
3: End So, like Jeff said, you can check us out at stilltoken.com. That's your best bet. Definitely go check out Rebroken for sure. Want to thank Scott for coming on and hanging out with us. Um, Scott mentioned earlier that his dad was in the military. We want to thank him for his service because, as you know, we want to thank all our veterans and first responders for doing what you do so people like us can do what we do. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Bye. Peace. Come on hey.